Welcome into the Common Dad Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at the underscore common underscore dad and on Facebook at the Common Dad. As always, if you leave a five-star review anywhere, we will read it on the podcast. And actually, to get this started, we've got one right now from jbish11. Great podcast, easy listen while working. Had to chime in on the beer conversation, the post-mo beer. Not even all the other jobs, in parentheses. Specifically, the post-mo is the best beer, hands down, which I think was our number two. So, you're certainly not wrong. That was that was a pretty solid... Uh, Always a good beer. Um, tonight we're going to be talking about the topic of bullying and if your kids are doing it, if they're getting bullied, hopefully they're not. But um, yeah, we're going to be getting into that. So what kind of sparked this is uh, my kids were at the park the other day, Elijah being the oldest one, Ezra's three, Elijah's five, and there was a kid kind of being mean uh, to Ezra, the little one, and he wasn't letting him, nothing bad, he just wasn't letting him up like the the play place, you know, where you go up to go down the slide. And Elijah was behind this kid and Ezra's in front of him and he's kind of got his arms up and he's blocking him. Ezra didn't know what to do. The other kid's parents weren't watching at all, which was awesome. Um, look, look up off your phones if you're at the park with your kids, right? Periodically. Yeah, it's, I think it's important. Once every 10 sh- minutes or so. Sometimes I feel like I'm watching all of the kids at the park. Um, just phone in the pocket when you're at the park with the kids um but anyway these people weren't and i was really proud elijah uh notices this kid being mean and kind of yells hey that's my brother and i was like all right good and again i'm just watching to see what's going to happen because i'm curious and this empowers ezra to yell out some sort of primal battle cry um, to which he immediately follows up with a he tries to headbutt the kid but he's a solid foot shorter than him um so he rears back and puts his head right in this kid's chest and, and knocks him on his butt and kid didn't know really what to do and i looked over at the parents heads and phone no problem so no i kind of looked up yeah no cl- no clue that their kid just got knocked on his butt um i looked back up at the my boys the kid the kid was fine he stood up and that was pretty much the end of it. That kid didn't give Ezra any more problems and, you know, no harm done. But I was, I don't know, I was pretty proud that, you know, Elijah stood up for Ezra and then Ezra right. was, yeah, I was like, all right, good. We got a, we got a nice little camaraderie thing going on here. Um, and then I don't ever have to worry about Ezra really <laughs> um, backing down from a challenge. He seems like he might be a lunatic. Uh, but have you guys ever come across anything like this? We've, yet hopefully we've, not we've had a few situations um one of them happened at school with another kid who who got into a conflict with alex um alex being our oldest one in kindergarten um the teacher you know reached out to us beforehand and, and let us know alex was not in the wrong alex did everything right alex did everything fine the other kid is the one that kind of came at alex right. um, and it was being handled by the school we mm-hmm. had some issues with how the school handled it, um, so we've we've been kind of treading the line of how much do we push the school for more action to make sure that this kid doesn't continue down the path that he did. Right. Um, but that, thankfully, you know, there there were more adults around. Many people saw it. Everybody knows kind of what happened. 
Um, well, that's good because it's, it's tough when it's just kids, right? You don't know. It's he said, you she no said, idea. you don't really yeah. know. And um, it's five year olds. So. There was another incident that Alex was involved in years ago in daycare, um, where another kid was bullying a girl. Mm-hmm. If if I remember correctly, this was years ago, so I may not have the story entirely correct. But there was another kid who had pushed over a girl who was a friend of Alex's. Um, And Alex saw this happening and saw his friend being bullied Mm -hmm. and immediately stepped in in between the kid and his friend and pushed the kid back. And kind of they got into a bit of a tussle, but it was him standing up for somebody else. Right. See, that's good in my book. It was him intervening. Um. I want to be careful how far he progresses in intervening. There's intervening, right. and then there's being the aggressor after No chokeholds. No exactly. chokeholds. <laughs> um, but I think he handled the situation really well. He didn't... Yeah. He wasn't the aggressor in it. He purely tried to intervene and stop what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and him pushing the other kid was was a reaction to getting the other kid to, to move back. Not right. as much Alex... He was trying to stop it. Right. Um, So thankfully, so far, things have been really good with Alex. Max is not in daycare. He's at home. Um, Max has a temper on him. So I am fearful for, similar to your second second Ezra. I'm I'm really wondering how that's going to play out when he gets into classroom situations or playground Mm -hmm. situations and he's a little bit older and a little bit on his own. Yeah. We'll we'll have to check back in in a couple years and see how how Max is progressing. Yeah, that the second kid is always is always the one you got to watch out for. I feel like, although I was a second kid and I was relatively mellow, although I do have temper. But Ryan, what about yours? Any I think any situations I'm, there? I'm I definitely find myself in a little bit of a different situation than you guys do. Having my oldest um, as a girl. And she is very much not the physical bully, but more the um, verbal and, as as we lovingly call her when she's around all of her male cousins, the Angelica of the group. Yeah. Uh, Rugrats. So she... So she's she v- the smartest. Very much is this verbal bully. She doesn't really... She's not really physical at all in any sense. Um, she's not yet at a part with having the two genders, having one boy, one girl... She's not really mm-hmm. yet at the point where where she's looking out for her brother. I do feel like, and I might be wrong, though you guys can feel free to comment, but I feel like when you have all boys or all girls, there's kind of a... a camaraderie. Camaraderie, yeah, that's a good word, with, with the gender. Yeah. Um, with one boy, one girl, Katie will spend time with her friends, and it's kind of like, oh, my brother... And Matthew will spend time with his friends, and it's like, oh, my... Like, yeah. So there's less of the... But have you ever had a... Have you ever had a chance where, like... Because I feel like you don't know until you see until it happens. Like, has Katie ever like seen Matthew like getting picked on and like you know what I mean? Because not, I feel like Katie probably doesn't know until or the older kid doesn't know until it's happening. And right. You're like, Wait a second. That's my little brother. That's my little sister. Like, if anybody's gonna pick on him, I don't. It's gonna be me. It's angelic sort of thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I we haven't really had any situations that stand out. There might be minor situations where, you know, they're playing with something and she sees Matthew getting like not getting a turn at something when she's at her friend's house and it's all the girls. And there's maybe an element of, Hey, that's my brother on the trampoline. Let me make sure he right. gets a turn sort of thing. But it's not necessarily yeah. a result of bullying. It's more just 
yeah. fairness and siblings looking up for each other sort of thing. But that's a good, like, I don't know what the word is, um, uh, kind of stepping stone to that mentality. Oh, it though, is. Absolutely. You know? No, and so I think that's... It's constantly a work in progress with, with Yanni and I with sure. her. Um, we're constantly working with her on it. So... Um, with all kids. It's know? ironic it's... that we're talking about this tonight because literally today at at camp, um, they went outside to play kickball. And it's one of the few times that Katie, Katie is also very tall for her age. So even though she's eight, she looks like she's 10. Um, she just really doesn't get picked on very much. She's also very intelligent. Um, and But today, uh, playing kickball, she did pretty well. She held her own, and she's not typically, um, I'll say, super athletic. But being around Matthew and his baseball games and stuff like that, she's picked up on kickball pretty in the concept pretty quickly. She was doing really, really well, and she got out at second base. And a girl from, I believe, the other team said, and you'll have to correct me or, or edit me, Drew, if I'm not allowed with the language, but she said, you're out. <laughs> These are eight-year-olds, by the way. <laughs> um and I guess they were so frustrated with Katie's success. Um, Katie Katie oh, ended up man. calling her mom, my wife, to kind of complain about the situation. And of course, we you know what what happened? What did you do? How did you handle it? Jeez. She called. She told a counselor, and she kind of handled it. But she doesn't. She is of the mindset where that she doesn't really take that personally. She doesn't. Obviously, it's typically the male machismo that that you know, gets offended at words yeah. and has to stand up for the challenge. She just, no, this is what she called me. It wasn't cool. I know she's not supposed to say that. So I'm going to tell a counselor. And of course she tried to, uh, no, I said pitch. I said pitch. That's good. Not, you're out pitch. Right. Right. Like, so <laughs> it, it, oh, we, geez. we, I think to a certain degree are fortunate that we haven't run into it a whole lot except for the verbal bullying. And that is a constant, uh, as intelligent as she is, she manipulates situations constantly and it requires extra attention as a parent yeah. because you see something physical happen and i'm sure you you speak to this and you're talking about it at a park even if you're not totally pay attention if you are kind of half on your phone half not you see a physical altercation mm -hmm. but if you're outside of earshot yeah, you and know you kids see are saying to each other Katie yeah. leaning over you have no, no idea. idea that she's saying if you climb up there there's probably a thousand spiders so you should let me go first you know, and just totally manipulating, right. causing fear and spot like it's totally different. It's completely yeah. different. Yeah. And we had we had a situation this past school year where Elijah was in there with a, a kid. I don't know, I never and he would come home and constantly talk about this kid. Um if parents are listening, you know, do better. No, I'm just kidding. I don't even know who they are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> excuse me. But he would constantly come home and be like, picking on me. Nothing like bad, but he was just, yeah, he's just mean to me, yada, yada, yada. And eventually got to the point where we're like, all right, we got to like say something to a teacher. And I feel for schools because they got to they gotta care for both the kids. So it's tricky. Um, and I think the verbiage was, well, yeah, but does that to all the kids? And I was like, well, wait a second. That's. Well, that's right. even worse. I think that's He's not literally the not, class bully. I don't care way. about discrimination. I, right? Yeah, but that was there. Well, yeah, that's that's just his personality. What that he's a little punk, punk out on second punk. base. 
you know? <laughs> yeah. It's just, I was just like, wow. Like, okay. And now, um, my wife's With Venezuelan, so she handled that accordingly. Um, I can imagine. And, you know, we got that sorted out, but we did have a dad's and donuts morning, um, a couple months later and uh, and his dad were there and we we're just passing by and he, he dad real loud daddy that's he does all the bad things and i was like oh jeez <laughs> dad was larger than me too so let's not you know nice to meet you sir not both get the crap kicked out of us here at the book fair <laughs> jeez call it like it is um but yeah so i it's tough for schools to deal with sometimes but kind of what you said you're like it's I don't know. I don't know if they. Well, they have know a lot of rules and things all the that time, they have to. But I'm sure it's trickier. Uh, it's a case by case basis, but they typically, even at this camp, Matthew got came home today and he said this. As you just remind. He said the same exact thing. There's this one kid and he's in trouble all the time, and so he has to sit with yeah. the teacher and he's not allowed to play anything. And there's always going to be that kid. Yeah. Like he'll always be around. So part of me yeah, is like, part well, of it is you're, you're going to have to deal with your it, kids buddy. That there's, you know. Uh, Always, even in adult life, there's going to be people who try to take advantage, try to manipulate, try to bully yeah. their way through the workplace. Learning how to navigate mm-hmm. that carefully and yet not just, you know, bending to their will every time. It's it's a tricky thing, but it's certainly something that I think will make them stronger for learning how to do. Right. Um, what advice do you guys give to your kids about that because it's just like elijah's five Uh, ezra's not seeing it yet he's three it's you know three-year-olds typically don't you know they're not bullying each other yet and if you are getting bullied you don't even know it if you're three you're just you're unaware so for um give me my toy whatever but alex is six he's in school max is two he's at home um Mm -hmm. but we do go to playgrounds and parks often and there are always other kids so there's a little bit to apply for both, but at such a young age, our, our, our go-to principle is always find an adult. Find an adult and talk to an adult. Let the adult handle the situation. You can control yourself and you can control your actions. Um, you can't control what they do or how they respond. So find an adult, let the adult know what happened. Just because they hit you doesn't mean you get to hit them back or anything like that. You're in charge of your own actions. Go find an adult. Let the adult know what happened. Um, I don't really think that there's a whole lot of fear at this age that they would need to defend themselves to any real length. Because in a park, in a school, yeah. they're always surrounded by adults. We're, they're not. They're not. We're not sending them out to a park on their yeah. own and telling them to come back when the streetlights are on. You know, and they're miles away from home on their own. <laughs> yes, yeah, I mean that's what it was for us. Only. For us, it was you come home when the streetlights turn on. So it, yeah. it it's a very different time. And of course, we grew up in right. you know middle of nowhere Ohio. Now we're in you know central populated South Florida. Very different culture. Very different time. Yeah, um, a little different. But they're always surrounded by adults different. right now Street because don't we don't off. really send them out on their own. And so it's always you find an adult. For Max, again, it's he he can be an aggressor at times. He has a, a a temper that we're trying to work on. So a lot of times it's it's trying to rein him in and teach him that you you can't just take things out of other people's hands. You can't push people out of your way, wait your turn, things like that. But for Alex, it's always find an adult. 
There's always an adult near. Find an adult. Yeah, that's a good. I, we we always tell Elijah that too because he has a tendency of if he's getting bullied, he he kind of battens down the hatches. You know, he just he keeps it to himself, and then he gets home. Okay, did you tell your teacher? No. Like, okay, well, I can't. You know, I can't help you. <laughs> you you're gonna have to you're gonna have to do something. Well, I did, I didn't want to get him in trouble. It's like no, get get him in trouble. Go for it. I don't care. Yeah. It doesn't. He's being mean. Go ahead and do it. So we kind of work. Somebody needs to be aware, right? And I understand a one or two teachers in a classroom isn't gonna see everything. They're just not going to. So we got to teach him to not only go find an adult, but have the courage to. You know, it's he's not gonna. He's not going to do anything. Just go go get a teacher or whatever. Um, but luckily, we haven't come across like the he's not getting pushed around or anything like that. Because um, when that happens, stand his ground. I, th- I think I've seen enough out of him to know that he'll. I don't think he's going to fight any. But yeah, he, he'll stand his ground. He's he's a pretty big kid, so I don't I don't worry too terribly much about that. Um, and of course, you know they're getting older, they're getting smarter, they're figuring it out. Um, but yeah, I don't you know. It's tricky to get him to say something. You never thought that would be a problem, or I never thought that would be a problem, but he gets kind of scared. He wants this kid to be his friend, too, which is weird. You know, he sees him as a friend and a bully, which is weird, but looking back, it's like, yeah, I right. had a couple of those people, Well, too. the cool kids a lot of times um, are bullies. For, I had a friend who was a jerk. Right, exactly. You recognize him as the cool kid, and you want to be his friend even though he's a jerk. So it, it is a little weird. Um, but I've always told... And I got to be careful here. Got to be PC here, I guess. But eh, whatever, screw it. I always told my my kids, and what my dad always told us was, if somebody else starts it, you're not going to get in trouble for finishing it. You might get in trouble at school. At school, you will. You might get in trouble somewhere else. Even though you didn't start it, you will get in trouble. You'll get suspended. You'll get whatever. You will. Um, Yep. But my thing is, and my dad's thing is, like, look, if somebody else starts this, Justin and you feel like you have to finish it, like in that one case you said with Alex, where he didn't, like it wasn't a fight, but somebody got pushed. It wasn't There's a, a difference. There There's a difference. Like, it was, it was kind of, yeah. it was a little bit of right. pushing. But if it's, you feel you need to defend yourself, then defend yourself. And sometimes the best defense is a good offense. So, you know, whatever, do do what you got to do. Now, again, he's five. He's not, those aren't a problems that are going to I think, that's a, gonna I think there's a line to tread oh, yeah. there. Absolutely. Um, for sure. Um, it, it, it depends on the, if you feel you need to defend yourself, right? Like, is he going to do harm to you and you actually have to use right defense? Mm-hmm. And even after trying to get him to stop trying to, you know, all the other boxes away, need to be checked, all the other things, is there an adult and he's Did, still coming at you then? Okay. Yeah. Defend him. yourself for sure. He's just going to keep coming. Right. But certainly, you look for your other resources yep. first. And try to get away. Try to push mm-hmm. them off of you. Yep. Try to, you know, get a teacher's attention. And if none of the above works, yeah, yeah, use your size to your advantage. And nine times out of ten, if you check all those boxes, you're not going to have to get to okay. I got to fight this kid. Very you're rare. Gonna, there's going to be an nowadays. adult. You're five. You're six. You're seven. If you push him one time, he's going to stop. Yeah. Just you know. God, I really don't want my five-year-old to get in a fist fight, but, you know, <laughs> if, if, if he... Sweep the leg and yeah, throw that's some right. bows. Yeah, we're not even in go karate yet. I don't know what he would do. He would probably go into some sort of dinosaur, stegosaurus, leg, tail sweep situation. Or actually his go-to is the uh, 
head the headbutt. And that I've felt the brunt of that. It's like the ram. Yeah, it's the ram. You line up the the head and the mm-hmm. spine and just try to spear people yeah. with the crown of your and head. And for someone as tall as me, his head happens to match up with you know, that area and sensitive it, area. It's a, it's a powerful uh, attack. I'll give him that. So, but that was my dad's advice always, you know, and I never actually, I've still to this day have never been in a fight, but he always told me, you know, if, if you gotta finish it, finish it, you'll get in trouble at school, but you won't hear it for me. And that's, that's kind of where, but again, I always never had any problems. Typically, if you, if you raise them right with that, and they're going to, they're not going to understand that much as much at this age. But as they get older, you reinforce it. They recognize, they begin to recognize those situations. Yep. Um, I would say that most kids, I mean, not all kids, they're going to mimic certain things that they see and, and hear around them. But most kids, their first instinct when they're being bullied is not to fight back. It's right. to find an adult. Mm-hmm. It's, yep. I'm going to tell my mom, I'm going to tell the teacher, I'm going to tell. Um, and that unless they do legitimately have a fear where they're backed into a corner and they don't feel like they can get to a mm-hmm. teacher and that, but it's even more then raw. I the feel process, like the thought process yeah. isn't there. I feel like even those kind of kids and you do see them and it's kind of sad, but those kind of kids, they've been taught that they've been told that, you know, you don't, that's not an unlearned thing. You know what I mean? To just fight another little kid, but no, no, but you right, do have so, it, which is a bummer sometimes, but yeah, I mean, I think any any last what what did I'm curious what I know. Obviously, I know what my dad told me. What was Pops's approach to? I we we're up against it a little bit. What was, real quick, what, what was Pops's approach to to fighting? If if it were ever to come up, Ryan, did you have any issue, situations? I, I had one situation in fifth grade where we were playing flag football, and of course, I had you know thirty receptions, seven hundred and forty three sure. yards, and six sure. touchdowns. Hall and of these fame. kids that were in the the older grade were a little frustrated at my uh, performance, so um, they tackled me. And then one kind of stood when I got up. The other one knelt behind me and he pushed me, Table knocked top. me down over him. And they had me. They had some size on me. They were the athletic kids in the older grade, um, and they did it like two or three times. And I kind of looked at them and I was like, really, like really. Because it was just a, and it's the annoying stuff. They're not even like taking punches at me. They're just shoving me over. Yeah. And it's like, okay. So I got up like two or three more times and then they finally just kind of let it go. And I ended up telling a teacher about it because I was in fourth or fifth grade. But Pops really didn't, I mean, Drew, maybe, maybe with you, I don't know. I know you had one incident when you first moved to Florida um, in middle school at the at lunch or something mm-hmm. like that. I, I vaguely recall, but there wasn't a no, lot. You got it right. We were pretty. Uh, we were all pretty big boys, and and not, we didn't get picked on yeah, by a lot of kids. Yeah, I would imagine so, you guys were so all pretty tall. Gonna, he, didn't, he didn't have that's a lot of issues. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, pops, pops never really gave us much of a talk as far as how to handle fighting. Okay. We never had a lot of issues being Northern Ohio boys who come yeah. from families of tall, big guys. We were all typically on the highest end of our height in our class. Yeah. We always stood above everyone in our class. Uh, we <laughs> were pretty was just skinny like, growing up. We were always pretty skinny, but we were always taller than everybody in our class. Um, I yeah. did have one yeah. one kid just did not like me in middle school when we moved down to Florida. It was my eighth grade year. Um, 
he attacked me one time in the hallway where he just like jumped on my back and tried to like put me in a chokehold or something. But this kid was a foot and a half shorter than me. <laughs> um, Swat him like and a gnat. I, I just kind of shook him off and he scuttled away. And then later on that that year or week, it was later. It was later in the year. Um, he came. He came at me in the lunchroom when he snuck up behind me and, and caught me with a right hook to my chin from behind me um, and bruised up my chin and whatnot. But as soon as I stood up, he couldn't do anything because he's a foot and a half shorter than me. The arms didn't reach anymore. Right. Yeah. Um, And a teacher saw it. Teacher stepped in before I could really even do anything. And then he was suspended for two weeks. And because I didn't do anything, I was back at school the next day. Exactly. Um, They did say had I done anything then i would have been suspended too even though he started it so that goes to your earlier That's, point that yeah. schools kind of have to play a middle ground yeah. they can't encourage you to fight back um thankfully in this situation i didn't really even get the option of fighting back i don't know what i would have done had i had the opportunity would i have gotten into it i don't know um hard to tell you were so much bigger though than all the other kids but, in your class yeah i mean <laughs> I mean, look. I was I was it, literally a kid. foot and a half yeah. taller than this kid. He and I don't I don't even remember his name. I don't remember what his his deal was with me. Um, I just remember he attacked me multiple times, um, and never really with much success. Other than <laughs> that one find hit the in the lunchroom, kid, and see maybe if I that can was take it. Him. Yeah, that's that's not not going to work out nine times out of ten. Well, it was definitely a good thing to talk about. It's one of those subjects that you don't. You don't want to have to come across, but eventually every kid's going to have to deal with it. So it's good to kind of get a get ahead of the game and give them a little advice if you can. Um, but again, hopefully they never never have to use it. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode. As always, you can find us on Instagram at the underscore common underscore dad and on Facebook at the common dad. And also, we are a podcast, so you know if you want to like, subscribe, I don't know, maybe share. Um, that goes a long way too. And like we said at the beginning, if you leave that five-star review, we will read it on the podcast. We'll see you guys next time.